Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Sip With Me. I'm your host, Ioana Kekados. And I'm your host, Aaron Carlson. We'll release an episode for you every Monday morning, which means you can listen to us during your commute, after work workout, or even enjoy a drink with us during your very own Monday night happy hour. And who doesn't like to have a little fun on a Monday night? Don't forget to subscribe, review, and share our show. And be sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at sipwithme underscore for the latest episode updates, news, and all of our favorite cocktail creations. This week, we are so excited to be featuring a spicy cocktail, the Passion Fruit Gin Collins, which goes perfectly with this week's zesty guest. For the Passion Fruit Gin Collins, you'll need one lemon wedge, pulp from two passion fruits, two fluid ounces of fresh lemon juice, one mil of sugar syrup, you can buy it or make it, two ounces of dry gin, and soda water. In a small jug or cocktail shaker, you'll combine the gin, lemon juice, passion fruit pulp, seeds, and sugar syrup. Give everything a good stir or shake. Then you'll fill two highball glasses with ice and divide the cocktail mixture between the two. Top with soda water for a refreshing, sparkling finish and garnish with a slice of lemon. So grab your drink and you might want to put it in a shaker bottle or something with a cap because you're going to need it while you dance the day and night away with this week's world famous booty shaker. Welcome back to the episode. Whether you are a member of the Sip With Me Army or the Booty Army, boy oh boy, do we have a very special guest for you. Nearing 4 million subscribers on YouTube, which is truly a feat, and over 700 million views on YouTube alone, Caleb Marshall is accomplishing so much for himself and changing the lives of so many, including Iwana and I. Also known as the Fitness Marshal, Caleb is a fitness and dance pop star who has been frequently described as the modern day Richard Simmons meets Britney Spears. Perhaps what makes him stand out in this saturated market is his charismatic, loving, and inclusive personality. And Caleb's true colors and values do truly show through his art, and it has been a refreshing breath for his millions of fans around the world to see someone authentically true to themselves and their passion during the COVID-19 lockdowns. Caleb has done like literally everything with his career pre and post pandemic, including touring, which we attended, launching an inclusive activewear line, appearing on hundreds of media platforms, getting shout outs from the biggest A-list celebs, winning awards, getting engaged to his fiance manager or fiance, and Cameron and his backup booties who help teach the world how to booty drop, body roll, and jazz hand one view at a time are truly, truly amazing people. And we're honored to have him on the show. Caleb, welcome, welcome. to Sit With Me. How do I follow that intro? <laughs> that was beautiful. Can you, can you read that at my funeral? That was- Yes, <laughs> I'll send this to you in an email. <laughs> oh my God, well, thank you for having me. It's so nice to be here. And it's I, again, had no idea that we had met before. And so now I'm just looking at this photo of us all at a tour stop from, I think, 20, 16 yeah around there yeah yep. all of our hairstyles were mm -hmm. such a choice oh my god look at it wow i just yeah i'm so happy to be here thank you for having me it is our honor like we were talking before um we've been following the fitness marshal for a very long time 
As many of our listeners know, Iwana and I met teaching Zumba mm-hmm. classes, as we tell everyone. Um, and Caleb was one of the first like fitness people that we kind of started to follow. Um, and so really like, it is just such a privilege to have him on the show and to tell you all about what he has done with his life and career so far. So Caleb, for folks who maybe don't know you, um, let's start where it all began. Um, we know you have some Midwest roots. Um, tell us about how you got into dance and into fitness and kind of how that evolved into the fitness marshal. Oh God. Okay. Nutshell. Um, so I'm from Indiana and I grew up with a very warped sense of health and fitness. I didn't understand what it was. I never thought it was for me. And frankly, I thought that fitness was just the most boring, awful thing ever. Mm -hmm. And I never, knew how to connect that into my life. It kind of felt like for the elite or for people who already kind of had a six pack or it was this unattainable thing. And so when I got to college, I was really starting to get self-conscious about my body. I was also just starting to get more educated on nutrition and movement and how that all connects to your physical and mental health. And I Mm -hmm. kind of had this moment where I was like, whoa, I need to figure something out. And I just somehow stumbled into the college gym and took this cardio hip hop class. And from that moment on, I swear to you, I felt, I felt the angel sing Richard Simmons <laughs> spirit came down and he said, Caleb, you need to do this. Cause I had, I had done so many performing arts and stuff in college or in high school. And I thought that my dream in life was to be like a Disney Channel actor. And so when I turned 18, that didn't happen. I was like, my life is over. I've I've missed the mark. I have to just be a normal person now. So when I got to college, I was like, whoa, wait, this is a way that I can perform and feel happy again. While also, I guess, doing something that's fitness related. I just really never connected dance and exercise. I didn't think that you were able to enjoy the two. And so once I started teaching my first classes at uh, Indiana University, it was like this, this beast was born. And I from the moment I trained to teach my first class, which was in 2012, I have never stopped making up dances. I've never thought about anything else. Like mm-hmm. my trajectory was, and also I have ADHD. So I, when I hyper-focus, I am like, this is, I care about this <laughs> one thing. And so all throughout college, the only thing I really cared about was the next dance I was going to make for my cardio hip hop class. And uh-huh. that just kept, I feel that. that passion kept burning. And so my senior year of college, I was at in Los Angeles on this internship and I was studying to be, or interning to be a music video director or at, at the studio that does a lot of Britney Spears' music videos. And oh, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I thought I, my job was going to be behind the camera. I was like, I, because, you know, Disney Channel didn't take me. So I was, I was over. <laughs> But I just remember feeling so defeated at this internship because I was like, I don't enjoy this. I don't want to make other people's videos. Mm-hmm. And I had this crisis. Also went through a breakup. I broke, or my boyfriend and I broke up. And that was the first boyfriend I dated since high school through college. And so I, my whole relationship fell apart. My career was falling apart. I was about to graduate college. And I was like, oh no, what do I do? And I had a moment with myself where I was like, you are the happiest when you are teaching these dance fitness classes. It pays absolutely nothing. Yes. <laughs> I make ten dollars an hour. Oh my god, I can't classes. even. But I was like, okay, I'm just gonna go back and I'm just gonna put these dances that I already do on YouTube. I'm gonna make a fun brand behind it. 
I was very intentional and I was like, okay, my name's Caleb Marshall. So let me do like this army military themed mm-hmm. fitness marshal because it's, I'm so gay. And so it's so funny <laughs> that I'm this like sergeant. But I put a brand behind it. I begged my friends to be in these videos. Mm. I had, I like rented the equipment from my college, but like I had my friends do it because oh they we were in the that. right classes. <laughs> and I was, I like begged, I was like asking my bosses, can I use the gym to shoot these little videos? And they're like, okay, like, have at it whatever and then within eight months had a hundred thousand subscribers and everyone was I think just blown away because I the my classes were really popular in college but I don't Mm -hmm. think anybody including myself knew how big this was going to get so fast and so by the time I graduated I kind of was at this moment where I had to decide if I wanted to go and try to go into the corporate world or stick with this YouTube thing and I met my now fiance at that exact same time. And I had not, I mean, no money to my name. Like I was not monetizing any of these videos. So I was having millions of views, but no income. And so mm-hmm. it was in that moment where he kind of really helped me start touring and start monetizing what I do. And then, I mean, before I knew it, here I am eight years later in Los Angeles doing this full time, having my own company, having my best friends as my full time employees. Like it's, I it's crazy. Mm-hmm. So so, that le- anyway, that- that's how I started. <laughs> <laughs> well, that leads me to my next question. Um, like you do do this full time and it did take years and years and years to build this up to this point. Um, what is it like doing fitness martial full time and kind of, you know, what does a day to day look like? Cause this is, this is the dream for, you know, so many people to follow your passion create your own thing and be able to have it support you um, and even support others. So what's it like doing that, um, getting to that point and what does that look like? Um, I think, I don't know if I, I don't know if I would have done this knowing how hard it was going to be like in the beginning. I think the coolest part about this whole journey is that I don't know what's going to happen next week. Mm -hmm. I only have so much control over my company what I'm doing, the videos I'm putting out, but so much of this business is spontaneous. And so I could have the highest high next week. I could be, you know, sitting on the couch with Kelly Clarkson. And then the next week I could be losing all of my followers in a scandal getting sued. Like I, you, you had, I, there have just been so many low lows, especially like two years ago where I, I was in a lot of financial trouble. I had my friends as my employees. I didn't think I was going to be able to continue. And then a month later, I get this huge deal with a record label. And now they're paying me to do, you know, do a leap of dance videos. And it's just wild. So being the fitness marshal is exciting when your own business is exciting, but it's so, so scary. And it's so rewarding. I, I don't know how to explain it other than it's a journey and I'm blessed to be my own boss, I think it's so special when you are responsible for your trajectory, you set your own ceiling. Like I'm not working at a company where I know this is how high I can go. Yeah. And that motivates me to work harder every day, continue to pursue new opportunities that keeps my passion alive. And so I think that's the coolest thing about following your dreams, but it's not easy. And I would not be able to do any of this without Cameron and without Haley and without Allison. Um, I mean, we're four people who are running this entire ship and it takes a village and it's not, you know, like a one person team. And so the things that I'm not good at, like 
my partner is really good at. And I think mm -hmm. finding people who you can work with who can balance your strengths and weaknesses is very important in running a business. Mm -hmm. This is great, like life advice. I'm I like, know, this is making me appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, Aaron? It's, it's so comforting to hear. I mean, someone come from the Midwest and really, I mean, you have allowed your, your circle and your team be people that are important to you. And I think that's so important. Um, I'm really interested to know because us having a background in Zumba, I also minored in dance. So choreography was a big part, obviously, um, of being a dance fitness instructor. What does your process look like for creating choreography? How do you get inspired? And then what does filming look like? Um, well, if my backup booties, Haley and Allison were here, they would tell you that I, <laughs> I am impossibly hard on myself. And it, I have been doing this for so long and, and choreography for fitness is such like a box. And oh, I yeah. am so intentional about like, people have to be able to follow this. This has to resonate with everyone. And coming up with moves that everyone can follow and do every single week for almost 10 years, <laughs> it's so hard <laughs> to come up with new things. Yes. But I, I, I really try to just get inspired by the people that follow me because otherwise I'm going to put pressure on myself in my head and be like, this has to be the newest, coolest, best thing that no one's seen before. But at the end of the day, I feel like the personality matters more than the dance moves. Oh yeah. And, and like the things I'm saying and the way I make people feel. And I think that's, what's important for me not to get hung up on. Also, I don't have a background in dance. Like Haley and Allison took dance classes. My dance background was elementary school and some middle school dance classes. And then high school show choir and then mm. taking fitness classes in college. So really other than watching TRL and like Britney videos, <laughs> Like I, I don't really have that background. So I think it kind of helps me because I'm not thinking of it so much from like a technical dance background as like a normal person who just wants to feel like Britney Spears. Mm -hmm. um, but long story short, my process a lot of the times is me locking myself in my room, laying on the floor, telling yep. myself okay. that I need to quit. I'm not the good. Same I that we do. Of anything. <laughs> um, having a mental breakdown, calling Haley and Allison, being like, can you come up with anything because I suck? And then being like, Caleb, the first thing you did was great. Stop overthinking it. So anyway, a spiral is how I get every dance done. But uh, the process <laughs> for shooting is pretty simple. I mean, Haley and Allison will come over. I'll show it to them. Usually they'll help me like fix it and finesse it mm -hmm. so that it flows a little bit better, which I really appreciate. Um, and then we'll shoot it in one to two takes max. We've wow. found the perfect spot at a park that i, I was won't gonna even say name. all your I won't even, videos have all been there i won't even I name it this my because my entire like youtube journey but like everywhere that i've gone we've gotten kicked out of got trouble or there's like cars driving through the shot like it's not easy especially in la to find a place to shoot mm -hmm. and so we have found this magical mountain <laughs> where there is there is like this level space there it's is off the, it's <laughs> off the path so people can hike and walk by and no one bothers us. The park. Oh, no, that's the best part. At, it, that and people are like, why are you shooting where like people are behind you? And I'm like, that's so funny to me. Uh huh. I like we're where people are like nonchalant about it. Like that adds to the video experience. Yeah, yeah. It just makes it more real. And so yeah. we do it. And and if we mess up in the video, often we leave it in. I I mean, the less rehearsed it is, I think the better it is because I think the authenticity is kind of what makes yes. our stuff, you know, special. Yeah. 
for sure. And you mentioned your backup booties several times and how important they are to you. Um, and I genuinely, I don't think I know this. Who are they? Um, and kind of tell people who don't know who they are, what role they play for the fitness marshal. So my backup booties are Haley Jordan and Allison Floria. And we all met in high school in show choir. Wow. Um, see, I had no idea. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, Allison and I, uh, we, it's such a tangled web. So, <laughs> so Allison and I briefly lived together in, when I was in college because she was best friends with my boyfriend at that time. And she was also his ex-girlfriend. And when he came out, then he started dating me. And so there was that. And then mm-hmm. Haley is my last girlfriend, my <laughs> last ex-girlfriend. <laughs> so, so it's a, it's a tangle. Oh my web. God, I love it. But we have been just like so close ever since. And especially in college, just like their willingness to, I mean, drive out, be in these videos. And we just got even closer because of these videos. And when we moved out to California, you know, we all came together and kind of left our lives behind. And Allison joined, um, she was in the videos for a while in the beginning and then took a break for a while because she had a, like a real corporate job. And then a couple of years ago, finally came out and, you know, made a move full time. So it's really comforting to know that all four of us are from Indiana. Like I met my fiance in college uh, too. So we're all just Midwestern babies out here in LA. <laughs> I love it. So we're both engaged. Um, and obviously you got engaged last year. Congratulations. Congrats. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so we want you to share with our listeners how it happened. And if you have any plans on revealing, um, anything about your big day. Oh gosh. Um, I feel like every story I have is so long. Uh, okay. So <laughs> Cameron and I have been together for almost seven years. After three years, I don't know. I think I've told, I don't know if I've told this. After three years, we were in Paris together and we, uh, we were at a wedding and, and we had this whole like beautiful date night out in Paris. And we went on this gorgeous dinner cruise and we stole a bottle of wine from the boat and like, were buzzed and stumbled over the Eiffel Tower and just like sat in front of it and we're like drinking this red wine and the Eiffel Tower lights up and we're just sitting there and it's just us and he looks over at me and he goes will you marry me and I said what <laughs> I said you're not serious like what and I I got so scared and just panicked because it was so spur of the moment but it was it was a perfect proposal Uh but I was just like I I said no like I said not I said not right now and so that kind of because I we were at the point in our relationship where I knew I wanted to be with him but I felt like there were things that we needed to work on individually Mm -hmm. and as a couple and so I was just like I if we make this commitment I want it I really want us to both be ready and Mm -hmm. so that obviously like crushed him and and but it pushed us to really like do some work and put in some effort. And so a few years later, when we were really at a great place, I decided that I, I, I wanted to propose because now it was on me. Like I, and I had some <laughs> making up to do like, cause he was at the point where he was like, it's, we're, we're ready now. And so I called my friends, um, Drew and Linda from the property brothers. And I was like, okay, listen, Cameron, 
Cameron, I need to propose to you. I want to do it at your house. So we staged this whole like mock dinner party that Cameron thought was going to be like for like Discovery Plus. Like we were going to do like a TV show. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, just show up here to their house. They're going to do like this whole entrance shot, shot with you and, and, and oh we're going to do this dinner. And so what he didn't know is like I flew out my family, his family. And when he got there, he like walked around to the back thinking there were going to be cameras, you know, for the show, but really there were cameras for their proposal. And he got there and I had photos of like all of our times together, like over the years on the wall, like as he was walking through. And then the photos had little like QR codes. And when he scanned them, there was like an audio of me explaining like that. Oh my God. And, and what it meant to me. And so he kind of got to walk through. And so he realized pretty quickly when he heard my voice, like, oh wait, this is, this is not a, a show. Uh -huh. And so he was crying. His sister was with him. She like blindfolded <laughs> him after he listened to all the audios. And then they led him like into the backyard and he was facing me, but he was blindfolded. Our family is behind him. So he has no idea that they're there and they're watching. And so he takes off his blindfold. He sees me standing. I got a replica of the Eiffel Tower. So I'm standing oh, next to this like yeah. Eiffel Tower. <laughs> and so oh. I get up on me, I propose. He turns around, sees all of our oh family. We have Jesus this like beautiful Lord. French dinner. We have his favorite food and just like the oh best. Oh my night God. Ever. So this is like the best proposal story I've ever I'm breathless. Yeah. I'm not even I, I was like, I need to really like, I need to do it right. And so hopefully, like, hopefully, because that memory in Paris was so great. And so I didn't want that to be like a bad memory. So I hope that I could kind of rewrite that moment uh -huh. and they could just be a part of our story. But yeah, it was really special. And now we're just, we're, I mean, we've kind of held off on wedding planning. We're really enjoying being engaged. It's so weird. Like we're not rushed. We just bought a home. So I'm like, let's not like yeah. stress about, you know, yeah. spending all this money on a wedding. Let's just kind of start our life together. Like we're so happy. And, you know, the wedding, I think, will be next year, and it will definitely be in Palm Springs. We've decided that. Mm -hmm. And I haven't told anyone okay. that, so there you go. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Wow. I'm like, I need to take the a moment. The QR was... code was, like, everything. I wouldn't even think of that, and I think that's so creative. I don't think I've ever heard that. So many before. elements to it. Yeah. Lots of elements. And honestly, like, uh, our friends, like, Drew and Linda and Anna Lee, as well um were just so instrumental in like getting that all prepared and together like the the qr code was linda's idea and i was like oh my god that's Amazing. brilliant and so i just like wrote down all these stories and it was i it was just so sweet i love it beautiful um all right let's talk about the last thing which is kind of what you're doing now and how people can interact with the fitness marshal and support you so two things I want to know about the booty army. And then I also want to know, cause this is so exciting that you have an inclusive activewear line. So I want to hear about that. Two big things. Yeah. The, I think that's the, the, the biggest two things that have happened since COVID. I mean, COVID really changed our entire business model. I mean, before we were really just touring and once everything mm -hmm. shut down, we really had an opportunity to, lean into YouTube memberships, was a, which was a really new platform. I really didn't understand it. But we 
realized that people were kind of looking to engage with our videos in a longer format because they were used to kind of us posting single songs yeah but then they had to make a playlist and sometimes you know when you watch the same video over and over again it can be like okay like we've heard that joke before caleb Uh (laughs) so it was a way for us to kind of take all of our workouts and just every week put out a live stream and do like a live class like i would do at, at college you know and so it was a way for everyone to just join and and do it together so there's this live element so if we mess up if anything happens like like last week in the middle of it like the stream just like shut off and and in the middle of it i was like oh my god so they could like hear us we were like chatting with them live uh sometimes i get deliveries like in the middle of the live stream and i'm like thanks thanks So it's, it's really cool because it's so authentic to yeah. us and it's a way for us to really keep things fresh, but also provide a service to people. Because what I didn't want to do is just like do a cash grab yeah. or just try yeah. to get money from people because I think everything we do is so intentional and our audience are people who really feel disenfranchised from the fitness industry and people who feel like they may not have ever like looked the right way to be in fitness or been talented enough or knowledgeable enough. And so we really want to provide a space that doesn't take advantage of people. And I think that's really, you know, what the booty army is and it's what active booty is. So like we launched a, an active wear line. We worked on it for, I think two years before launch. I mean, designing everything from the fabric to the samples, to the cuts, like we did so many different samples. And also, I mean, our intention was to make an inclusive active wear line. And so we started, um, again, self-funded with uh, three extra, extra small. And we were fitting on models of different sizes, which is something that clothing brands often don't do. They'll fit like their sample size and then just size up from there. Whereas we know that different bodies have different needs. And so we were saying, okay, what does the sample size need? Okay, now what does plus size need? And kind of adjusting all of the fits according to that. And so it was this really, really quality, uh, line that we were able to produce in two years again and we had no idea how it was going to do but once we launched it the, the feedback was so positive because we were showing real women in these ads and we were showing that you don't have to look a certain way to wear activewear and also you shouldn't have to feel like you should fit into the smallest size to wear it and we soon after like after our first launch expanded to 5x so now we launched our offer 5x to extra small and that's not something that most people do, especially yeah. people who are self-funded. And again, it's just going to our message that we want everyone or as many people as possible to be able to feel good in this and enjoy it. And again, it's all made by us. It's not anything that we're just putting our name on and selling. Like we designed these clothes from the ground up, like the mesh tee that I'm wearing right now was because we were having a conversation and Allison was like, I, you know, I love these sports bras, but I just want to show my bra. Like, I don't want to show everything else. Yeah. And we were like, so why doesn't something out there exist for women who, who, who don't just want to wear a sports bra and leggings? And so we were like, okay, mesh tee, mesh on top, solid on the bottom. That makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. And so we're just co- like continuing to design clothes that hopefully are for everybody or as yeah. many people as possible. I love it. Yeah. And I think that's why the fitness marshal for us like has worked and like still has staying power all these years later because it is true to the original purpose and the message and again like you said being very intentional about everything that you do um 
that's not often the case um, with everyone. So mm-hmm. it's, yeah, very, it's very been special. really fun. Um, it, it's been really fun to just kind of lean into who we are and not try to be anybody else. And that's yeah. scary, but it's also very rewarding because again, we really haven't changed since the beginning and especially our booty army live streams. I almost exclusively everything I post on TikTok are just snippets from my live streams. Yeah, I had no idea anyone would care about besides the people who were like, they do really well. (laughs) And I, it's just so funny because our, our live streams are essentially just us like laughing, having a good time, bickering or like messing up, falling. It's just such a real Real relatable fitness class. And I don't, it's most people don't show that. And it's clear that that's like what people want to see or want more of. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of real moments, we're going to end the interview with a round of rapid fire. So we have, I think, eight questions for you. Mm -hmm. We just want your gut instinct, truest, genuine answer. Oh, God, I'm so bad at this. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Ilana, do you want to take it away? Yes. Okay. You kind of answered this before, but what is your favorite spot to film a video? Do you have any? Where no one bothers me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Favorite choreography or song that you have choreoed? Um, uh, currently Rain On Me. Oh, yes. That is a yeah. good one. It's a really good video. I like that. Okay. Nikki or Cardi? I can't pit women against each other. Question. <laughs> I thought you would have an interesting answer for that one. Um, do you- I grew up with Nikki. Yeah. Okay. I feel that. That would be my answer. Probably. That's a good one. Um, Do you have a favorite or go-to Britney song? Uh, Yes. Freak Show and Cinderella are some of my top two Britney songs. I like it. Okay. Dream celebrity collab. Britney Spears. (laughs) Honestly, Britney or Richard Simmons. Two both I don't think could ever happen. So never, it's nice. Never know. Yeah. You're manifest, right. Why manifest. am I limiting myself? Manifest. Yeah. You're manifest. right. You're right. It's coming. It's definitely coming. Um, okay. Booty drop or body roll? Body roll. I can't. I have no ass. So. <laughs> okay. What do you love most about Cameron? Oh, gosh. Um, he makes me feel like I'm home. That was perfect. <laughs> oh man. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, man, I don't think I've ever gotten so emotional in, a, in an interview. <laughs> um, last question. We are a cocktail hour themed podcast. So do you have a favorite cocktail or non-alcoholic beverage of choice? Uh, Aperol Spritz is my favorite. Mm, we That's love the Aperol <laughs> My go-to at the bar is a vodka water or a gin on the rocks if I'm feeling crazy. <laughs> but an Aperol spritz is what I like, that's my treat. Yes, good, good. Okay, you survived. See, you did very well in front Thanks, of the class. Um, tell everyone where they can find you online, where they can sign up for the Booty Army and where they can find your clothing line. Yeah, so I am on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube at The Fitness Marshal. If you want to do our 30 and 60 minute weekly live streams, 
you can sign up for our YouTube memberships, which gives you access to those. And then activebooty.com is where you can find our activewear. That is in 5X to extra small. Yay, uh, Caleb. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts. It really means a lot. Um, best of luck on the rest of the year. Keep dancing. We're very excited for your wedding um, and everything that is to come. So tell you. your backup booties and Cameron, we said hello and keep doing your thing. I will. And congrats on the success of the podcast. I'm so excited for you guys. For listening to Sip With Me with Ioana and Aaron. If you like our show and want to know more, check out our website, sipwithme.org. There you can find our themed cocktail book as well as other exciting Sip With Me content. And if you love our podcast, don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and follow us on social at sipwithme underscore. 